Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How's it going? This is Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is a love worth dying for. And we are continuing with our podcast about don't jump the broom just yet. Lessons before marriage. This is part two. And the last um, podcast, we kind of gave some tips of what you should do before getting married. You know, marriage is a, a lifelong commitment to say covenant between you and your spouse and God and the importance of it and what marriage is a symbol of, of Christ and the church coming together, him dying for the church, the church loving him. And that is a symbol that every marriage shows, no matter if they believe in God or not, it is an institution that was created by God to show his goodness, to show his kindness and to show his love to us. So in this one, we're kind of going to look in into the aspects of men and women. What are some things that men can do to prepare for a wife and women to prepare for a husband? And as you hear me state that, you know that um, from us being Christians and it comes to marriage, we do see marriage as as a man and a woman coming together in unity, um, that a man and woman are joining together um, even in the sexual union, that that is something that produced children, that that is something that is good, that is favorable by God, that it's something that is a gift from God, um, a husband for a wife and a wife for a husband. And ultimately, it's good to replenish the earth. It's good for blessing the earth. And in that, men have responsibilities and women have responsibilities in preparing themselves for marriage and in what they are looking at in their future spouse. So first we kind of look at the men's side, then we'll look at the woman's side and Janelle will kind of take over that. But in men, one of the things which the Bible kind of, it's almost like a warning, which basically saying that when you are feeling um, uh, uh, sexual desires in you, that it's time for you to be married. <laughs> it's kind of like looking at how we as men, we go to puberty and then young boys who go into manhood start looking at the opposite sex as, as pleasing to them. And that's part of the design that God made in man to bring that attraction for having a wife, the physical side, but there's a spiritual side to that. And that's where when you um, come together um, to have sex with your spouse, that's a spiritual union. It's just something, a closeness, which is supposed to be to bring that union closer together when you had time apart, um, as stated in um, 1 Corinthians. Um, but, you know, when it comes to having desires, it's time for you to be married when you start feeling those desires. And... Part number two is the Bible talks about that um, he who finds a wife 
finds it's a good thing. This comes from Proverbs 18, verse 22, and further states that he obtains favor from the Lord. So this means that women are not just a companion to be with, but they're also a blessing from God to men. And that's something which we have to really look at, you know, um, what is it about a woman that is a blessing? Well, you know, back in Genesis, when when God saw Adam doing his job, he said, it's not good for man not to, uh, to be alone. And that was the first thing God said that wasn't good. After all the things that he created said was good, he didn't say it's not good for man to be alone. And from man, from his side, from his rib, he created Eve and created a, a helpmeet for him. And this is something which we need to look at as men, as wives are more than just, like I said, a companion, but they are someone who improve our life. They're ones who help to strengthen us and to give us direction. And I think that is um, what my wife, Janelle, does for me, even though sometimes men, as we are, we're stubborn, <laughs> but God has given them to us as a blessing that uh, we're attaining favor from the Lord. That um, also, the Bible says, um, you, you find a, 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 a find a wife, you find a good thing. It's something that is is good for us. That it's that is prop um, that it prospers our soul when God gives us a wife. And also, the Bible speaks about also in Genesis that 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 Jesus then repeats in the New Testament in John that um, that when you leave your parents you are to join a wife he said a, a man that leaves his, um, leaves his mother and father and and, and, and finds a, find a wife so it's it's, 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 a, it's a step it's a process in manhood for finding a wife now we know that the Bible talks about the Apostle Paul who from what we see in scripture was single and even he talked about that you know he would hope that people would be like him in his singleness because they could devote their entire life to Christ and devote their entire life to living unto the Lord but he says that you know once you have found a wife you it's, it's you have someone whom God has given you and your full attention cannot be on God it's to your spouse um, even though we as married couple want to glorify God in our marriage, our attention is not fully on God. When you're single, your attention can fully be on the Lord and worshiping Him and serving Him. But when you get married, now you have someone whom you have to give your attention to, to take care of, protect, to come together, to um, start a family, to build your family, and to and to take care of. So, you know, marriage is a very important aspect of, of life, not only here in America, but around the world, because this is an institution, as I said before, that was, that was given by God to man. So that are, those are some of the things that men must do to prepare for marriage that you have, um, that, that will help you and that will allow you to see in yourself what you need to do, um, and, and, and to see the benefit of marriage, that it is something that is good from God um, for us. So what about women, Janelle? What are some of the things that um, women should um, 
look at before jumping a broom or getting married? Well, one thing that kind of just stuck out for me um, when you mentioned about he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Does that then mean that a woman shouldn't find a husband for herself? That's a good question. I think women have role models um, for being females, especially Christian women, being godly women, there's different role models. And you would hope that they would have a role model for their future husband and their fathers. Um, you know, that's usually that's not kind the case of, these That's days. a touchy that's, subject. It's not. Because a lot of people don't grow up with their fathers, men and women. And if they do, they may not be that ideal model from yeah. a Christian standpoint. Um, so um, let's just get into that real quick. What what should a woman then do? Um, she or a young woman want to be married or older right. women and looking to be married, how should she um, look towards or who should she look towards as a role model for her um, if, it's, if it's difficult to find one in her life? Um, well, one thing we should always do, whether we're male or female, as a, uh, a believer is to look to Christ, look to the word of God, the word of God being sufficient for Amen. us. Amen. Um, and, and really search the scriptures. I think searching and seeking out the, the thoughts that come to mind is, um, you know, what is it like to be a wife? Mm -hmm. So if I'm preparing to be married, it's probably good to know, well, what does God expect from a wife? What, what, what does that look like? Right. Um, and for me, I, I look back to my own personal situation where, um, you know, I was in a previous relationship before meeting you. So I think it's probably a little bit different for some, um, based on whether it's their first relationship or not. Right. And, um, just thinking about waiting to be found. Um, mm. and I think waiting to be found doesn't mean that you're not looking you um, at home. Just right. But waiting to be found is more so that you're not going out and being the aggressor. Like you're not going out and um, saying to guys like, hey, I want to date you or you look attractive or, um, you know, I want to propose to you or, you know, just right. just things that would seem very odd or, or I, I, I want to get to know you. Um, I think in, in, in certain situations, it's okay to naturally get to know someone from a woman's standpoint but as far as um women being protected so i think men and women love differently and this is just from my own personal observation i think women they, they could become more attached mm -hmm. um just in general than probably men can okay. and i think is it's good for women to 
more so wait to see what a guy is doing. But while you're waiting, you can be seeking the word to make sure you're right with God. Because before you could be in a relationship where you're trying to love someone, you have to make sure, do I love God? Do I love his word? Do I love his command? Do I delight in his word and what he commands and expects? And in doing so, you're preparing your mind and your heart because in a marriage, there's a lot that we have to deal with. Now, everybody's marriage is different and everybody's experience or trials um, and triumphs in their relationship is going to look different. But we all know in life because of the fall, mm -hmm. We, in all relationships, there's going to be hard times and trials and troubles. But when you have your mind focused on Christ and your your and you're just prepared for anything to come, knowing that you're going to consider it all joy, like James um, says, and you know you you're going to really be able to just be ready to submit yourself in a relationship as mm. a woman just being able to submit yourself when your mind and your heart is ready you're submitting to christ and you know that his word says to submit and not just to submit but to submit to your own husband right okay and then being at the position where you're preparing you're not doing any submitting to any man because at that point you know you're not married yet so right. your your submission is to christ and you should be preparing yourself to submit but not actually submitting in any way to um any man in particular that's a good, um, point. good point however i guess we could always say you submit of course to authority and government and you submit of course to um, your elders at church, but that's a different type uh, of right. um, submission. Right. That's not likened to marriage. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and just also having just a gentle, uh, a quiet and meek spirit. You, mm. you don't want to be a boisterous, contentious woman. Right. And, and that doesn't mean when we talk about submission, that doesn't mean you don't have a voice, that you don't speak up, that you don't ask questions, but it's the way and the manner and the tone in which you go about doing that. Like I would say for myself, I'm not the type of person that would be, you know, contentious or, conf or confrontational, <laughs> but I think that's just not my personal personality but if there's something that i have issue with um i i speak up or i ask questions because sometimes it could just be a simple misunderstanding but i think i've kind of said a lot there but i think also just looking at a lot of women these days that i know a lot of them aren't getting married very young and yeah. as a result, like you already kind of mentioned about uh, sexual desires. Well, obviously, women have sexual desires, too. Right. And with that, um, temptation rises. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're preparing yourself. You're preparing your heart. And, you know, temptation is going to come. It's going to come to all of us. And 
you know, the one scripture that I like is uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Let me just turn to it. Hmm. This one has been one that we've kind of been hearing a bit. Um, and it says, so 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Mm -hmm. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted mm -hmm. beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it. Mm -hmm. Now that is so comforting because... For men and women. Yeah, because we know we always are going to experience temptation. We know Jesus was tempted. So it's expected. We will right. be tempted too. But just knowing that I don't have to succumb to temptation, that I can have a mind where I focus on Christ and I can ask him for help. I can ask him for wisdom and prayer because he also calls us to pray mm -hmm. and that he will provide a way that that's that's just showing us that we have a God that is faithful, that is able um, and that he's willing Right. And this Gives is not, discernment about yeah, this. and this is not to say that we we are going to be perfect by no means, but we don't want to be redeemed yet in a practice of sin. And by that, I mean your heart or mind is on pleasing your flesh rather than pleasing God. Right. Um, because when your heart is on pleasing your flesh, then you're going to practice sin and not have any type of, uh, you know, conscious about it being not the right thing. But just knowing that in the scripture, it tells us that we will be tempted. It shows us, but it also shows us that we have uh, a, a God that has really done a great work already on the cross through Jesus Christ and his blood that when we are tempted that he he can help us right. he's our great help and our refuge our strength and we don't have to do this alone um, while we wait as women while we wait as men to find that good thing that we can be um, secure in knowing that we have a God that will help us through this. Um, and that at some point in time in your life, you too can experience the joy of a marriage that is um, in a marital covenant with the Lord. And that you and that other person that you have joined together with, that you're both focused on Christ. Yeah, and the great thing about it is that about a part of that um helping us to flee from temptation is that he gives us a body of christ that we can come to when we're in need when we're um need to be held accountable um, when we need prayer mm -hmm. um, when you need just somebody to talk to about different situations of course you have friends and you have family who are not believers but then you have people who are believers right. who can help you through those different um challenges of life and it really will help you to develop yourself as a man or woman prior to being married so that when you find that 
um, person and when you start to communicate and get to know them, you'll start seeing those those things in your life um, that you've been developing um, come to come come out of you and uh, that person will start seeing those things too and you'll start seeing those things in each other and prayer for you um, as the old saying on the old song to go you know the Jesus in me the Jesus in you um, so hopefully they'll be <laughs> able to see Jesus in me uh, hopefully be able to see that Jesus in you in other person and um, Jesus in you are you going to sing a song Jesus <laughs> in you How's it go? Uh, so, so easy, easy, so easy to love, so easy to love. Okay. So easy to love. <laughs> so, because of that, you know, those are some of the things we think we need to see in each other, um, men in 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 ourselves and women in their selves. So we have a challenge, and I think it's going to be something we're going to try and do in the, in the podcast going forward. It's to challenge the listeners. Which is a challenge in ourselves, but not for this one because we are married already, um, <laughs> happily, 15 years. And um, but it's a challenge for those who looking to be married. What are some um, what are the what are some uh, points we can give you, or, or what are some uh, hallmarks we can have we can give you to hopefully be able to to move towards when it comes to marriage. So I'm gonna get the ones for men. Janelle give ones for women, and for men. Um, if you're a man, especially a man of God, a, a Christian man who is desiring to be married, first you must make sure you are living in a way that is right with the Lord. You have to make sure that your your heart is on Christ, that you're living for Christ, that you are doing the things you must do to to glorify God in your life, in your lifestyle, in your in your mind, your thoughts. Um, so, and when we're talking about this, we're talking about a spiritual preparedness more outside of the just you know make sure you have a good job make sure that you have a home a car and stuff like that most importantly what you need is to get your your heart right because you can be dealing with another person somebody who has their heart and their emotions and their thoughts and their vision and their beliefs so you have to come in their (laughs) sins too and you have to come in contact with that so you have to make sure that you are um prepared um, mentally and spiritually for those and the best way you can be prepared for that is to make sure that your mind is set on the Lord and that you're doing the things to grow in your relationship with God. Also you want to make sure that you are um, living a way that is attractive for a woman um, to desire you as a husband. You want to have a life that is desirable. You know, Are, are you doing the things you must do to, to prepare for a woman, just depending on the type of woman that you desire to 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 marry, um, not talking about just in looks, but in life. Some people, depending on how uh, they live their life, they may want something that who uh, someone who will be um, uh, stay at home with children. You may want somebody who's um, more more focused. Or maybe somebody who my wife is into minimalism now, so you want to try and get minimalist and get rid of things. Maybe want somebody who's like that. But depending on how ever know the parent, depending on the person you want to marry, you want to be able to um, attract that type of person to your life. So there may be some things you may need to get rid of. There may be some things you may need to acquire, um, either with skills or with knowledge or understanding, 
or with um, the building of your your own self, your own personal worth. Maybe you want to build those things up prior to getting married because those are things you want to be desiring in um, a, a mate or you want them to be desiring in you. So those um, two things which I see as a challenge. I want to challenge you to what are the things that you need to build up in um, that not only for your own personal to grow as a man, um, a man of God, but also to grow as as, as, as a worthy um, uh, spousal material. What are the things you need to um, grow in that will make yourself um, uh, uh, the, the, the apple of someone's eye in a spiritual sense? So those are things which I, a couple of challenges I have for men. Those are things I want you to kind of look at prior to being married. And how about for women? Okay. Well, one thing I would say um, for women is to be faithful to developing your relationship with Christ. Right. That's um, that's universal. Th- men and yeah, women definitely get that. I think for me, even though I was saved in college, I lacked the discipline of doing certain things as far as regular prayer, regular reading of my Bible. I also was not at a uh, a church regularly. So, right. you know, while in college, you kind of just either went to the church across chapel, the street right. or the chapel or, you know, if somebody had a bus, you kind of went there. Um, and I'm just kind of per- speaking personally for myself. Me too. And I look back and I realize, like, man, like when I got saved, I really needed um, spiritual shepherding. Right. Um, but God is so gracious that even in um, the the things that we lack, He is so faithful um, to keep us. Mm-hmm. So when you're saved, there's no. I uh, lost my salvation. Um, you know, Bible says you, you persevere to the end. Right, you persevere to the end, and it's and it's not so much of me persevering, but Him keeping me and showing me that this is this is the the path you're on, mm-hmm. and you're already victorious at the end, and and. That's very encouraging. So even in a marriage, like that's a part of your perseverance in your faith, because we know that the marriage reflects our relationship with, um, you know, Christ to the body. And we definitely want to grow in our relationship with Christ. Right. Um, That's that's key to any relationship we'll have with anyone else and for the perseverance of our faith as well. The Mm -hmm. other part is be knowledgeable on what God calls you to be slash do as a wife. And we kind of mentioned some of that. Mm -hmm. I think at a later time, we'll probably go into um, just some other things. Like I'm just kind of thinking of Proverbs. Um, 31 of mm-hmm. the um, that her husband trusts her I think right. within the past like I'll maybe say about three or four years um, you know I started writing down some things just thinking of how can I be a better wife 
and coming across that scripture you always kind of hear about when you think about women and marriage and things like that mm -hmm. you think of proverbs 31 a lot of times well right i guess i had never really looked at it so closely but a friend of mine i think had mentioned about how that was something she kind of was praying over uh for her own marriage and it just kind of made me see like wow like dissecting it like you kind of wonder about relationships or, or marriages that end up in divorce. And I'm almost certain that there's like a trust issue. Right. Um, and not to say that anyone has like committed adultery per se, that could be the reason, but I think you, you get to different people who don't really know each other unless you maybe dated a very long time. And even then, sometimes we we can't put all our trust and dependence on a person. That's the, the one thing. But at the same time, we want to have a level of trust with our spouse. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, you know, I want for my husband to trust me so that me being his helpmeet, he can hear what I'm saying, even if it may... Um, conflict with what he might be saying he may hear my heart behind it and and see it as i have his best interest or i have your best interest you right. know and i think that's she just pointed um, at me <laughs> mm -hmm. but you know a husband needs to know that right his wife has his best interest and she's not just she saying or right. doing things just to i guess get her own way in some some cases possibly Right. But that, you know, she's looking out for his best interest and her best interest because whatever, you know, y'all are one flesh. We right. are one flesh. So if you good, I'm good. Right. You know, <laughs> well, it should be. Yeah. Most um, so just kind of throwing that out there. And then the last part is be satisfied slash content with the status God has you in right now. So if you're single be satisfied in that do all you can for christ right do all you can um you know to to grow yourself in christ and to love and care for the people around you whether it's at your job your friends your family take that time to do those things like i hear some people say well i'm just gonna enjoy life i'm gonna travel you right. know some people start ministries you know different things like that um I'm not saying do any specific thing, but I will say you do need to focus on Christ during that time and being right. satisfied in him in whether he has called you to a marriage, you know, right away right. or right. if you may have to wait some years right. um, for us, you know, you were a little bit older, but I was oh, right. about 25 or so. Right. And, um, you know, I remember kind of being at a point where I knew I wanted to get married. I had been in a relationship that didn't work out, was not marriage material. It, it showed me exactly what I didn't want and what I, I needed in a sense. And, you know, I was like, hey, I'm ready to get married. I had been praying for God to prepare whoever my spouse would be and, and prepare me and, um, you know, that was 
kind of my thing. I had kind yeah. of written a, a list of things that I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, and I guess for me, it was like, the, it was nice. I wanted to be married too, but I guess for me, I didn't know how to go about doing it. I was in a relationship also that eventually did not work out. Um, I guess I was not as, you know, as mature and, and knowing what to do. So, you know, not having a, a role model to show me the ropes and really to to let me know how to go about not only finding someone, but then going apart, going about the um, proposal process and all this other stuff. I just didn't know how to do that. And um, wishing I had those things at the time, and I think it would have worked out a little bit better, maybe. But it wasn't in the Lord's but, plan. But the Lord didn't have that plan, and what happened happened. And I think every, I think just um. We could count it all joy. No, count we do count all joy, and just thank God that purpose. that that even though we made decisions we made or decisions we or we didn't do certain things, it led Janelle and I to each other, and hopefully, you know, with our lives we can be a testament to god's grace and his mercy mm. for our children to see and then others to see hopefully be to help other other people who are in marriages to be able to to realize you know who they're with mm. and how or 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 whom whom are they you right. know that we that we are um servants of christ and that we are brought together by God for his glory and hopefully to to further his kingdom on this earth. So we hope definitely that that challenges you and I hope that it challenges us too that even in, in our marriage right. that we can still look to the things which God has brought us through mm-hmm. and look at the things in which he has done to help us um, during our times of trying to get to know each other and be married that we can continue that and continue to that, that those things will continue to strengthen our marriage. Hopefully, continue to bring us closer to each other, and ultimately closer to Christ. Mm. So, we hope you enjoyed this um, podcast, especially those single people looking to get married. Hope that this content is beneficial to you. Um, definitely, and even for married people. Oh, and definitely married people too. Somehow you might be thinking, "Hey, I can do better in that area." Because we all can do better, and it definitely is. Uh, as the old saying goes, you can't teach a new, new do- uh, old dog new tricks. Yes, you can, especially <laughs> ones who are desiring to grow and be teachable and, and want to do better, especially for your marriage, which is definitely of importance. Mm-hmm. So we thank you for um, listening to um, this uh, episode of A Love Worth Dying For. Definitely make sure to um, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, no matter where you listen to this podcast. And uh, we hope to give you more great content about family and marriage that will be a blessing to you as it has been a blessing to us. Again, this is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. And this is a love worth dying for. Take it easy. God bless. Thank you for listening to a love worth dying for podcast. We hope you were encouraged educated and blessed by the show hope to see you back again on our next episode you can check us out on twitter at love worth dying for or email us at a love worth dying for at gmail.com 
So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.